This is Sports Talk with Jack Wilson on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Super Bowl 51 goes February 5th in Houston, and the teams are now set. And once again, it's the New England Patriots against the Atlanta Falcons. Put this into perspective. 11 AFC Championship games for Tom Brady, and now... It's his seventh trip to the Super Bowl. Tom Brady says, hey, that never gets it's old. It's a lot of hard work. I mean, it's only two teams left standing, and I'm happy we're one of them. Um, you know, that's what our goal is. It's a, uh, you know, we should enjoy this. Uh, you know, you never know if you'll get these opportunities in life. And um, fortunately, this team has got the opportunity, and now we got to, you know, do something, go try to take advantage. It's an unbelievable record, and it's a real pleasure tonight on Sports Talk with Jock to be joined by our NFL insider, former NFLer, uh, CFLer, Randy Chevrier joins us on Sports Talk. Randy, uh, I don't know, could you imagine seven trips to the Super Bowl for one Tom Brady? That's uh, that's pretty impressive, isn't it? It is pretty unbelievable. Uh, I, I'll never forget his debut in uh, Super Bowl in 2001. Uh, I, I, I'll never forget, I was on a panel uh, for RDS in Montreal. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was Tom Brady and the lowly Patriots, you know, him <laughs> holding up, uh, the fort for Drew Bledsoe, who's kind of, uh, injured and, and maybe on his way out against the greatest show on turf. And, and I thought, you know what, there's no way, no way this guy would lead them to victory. And that was the start of the story. Hey, eh? and it's just <laughs> been a history making career ever since. Is it Tom Brady or is it Bill Belichick or is it a little bit of both? I, I've got to say it's, it's got to be a bit of both. Yeah. Um, you know, Tom Brady is a special talent to, to have found them uh, the way they found him. You know, a, a not very highly touted quarterback coming out of college. And in fact, if I'm not mistaken, he was a backup most of his time at Michigan and uh, they pick him up and, and uh, you know, whether he, uh, you know, he obviously had the talent and the brain for the position, but they, they obviously, took time i mean they didn't even take time to nurture him heck he, you know he got thrust right into the fire but uh that seems to be the new england patriots mo because at any time tom's been hurt they thrust a couple of guys in the fire and they've done just as well but uh i i, I yeah many many guys i think have become multi-millionaires because <laughs> of the bill belichick system uh you know having performed really well and then going elsewhere and you know who who remembers any of his backups that played a couple of times he got hurt but uh, so, so I'd say it's, it's a bit of both. And when you have the right combination of, of a really uh, well-oiled machine like the New England Patriots and uh, some, some special talents on the field, you're going you're gonna to get magical results. I mean, we, we've seen it. Let's put it this way. Uh, take it close to home. Look in Calgary, how successful the Calgary Stampeders have been since Coach Huff take, has taken over. And he's been through three or four quarterbacks, right? Yeah, no, it's uh, so, so true. You know, and and then he finds a guy like Bo Levi Mitchell, and it made it easy for him to go away from a guy like Drew Tate. And everyone's like, well, you know, I don't know. And look what Bo's done in the last couple of years. So, um, you know, it's that it's that perfect combination of of uh, of the organization doing the right things, and um, and the quarterback. And I would say that I would say that the Steelers were like that for a time. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they've gotten away from that. We, we've seen that a little bit uh, in, on the weekend's game for sure. I'll say this. You know, I, it was kind of a disappointing Sunday because I expected two really, really compelling games. When it was all said and done, neither were, was really compelling, were they? No, they were kind of duds. And, I mean, it, it, whenever I think to NFL Sundays, 
there's so much hype going into it. And then after the weeks go, most people just remember the scores. A lot of people are into fantasy football or they bet on the games. And it's really about whether they made their ticket or not. And you kind of don't remember that the majority of NFL games are are duds. You know, I, I think I think the, uh, the 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 you know the stat is that you know most games are 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 um, are below 21, and they're usually decided within three uh, three points. So it usually comes down to game winning field goal. You you very rarely see a a close high scoring game. It's mm-hmm. either a low scoring close game or you know kind of blowouts like we saw on the weekend. And uh, uh, but you know I, I am going to say um, I'm surprised because I thought. Uh, uh, Pittsburgh would have given New England a little bit more of a run for money, and they they looked sorely unprepared. They looked out of sorts. They looked like they made no uh, adjustments on offense or defense, and uh, New England just just ate them up. That's because some idiot fan, Patriots fan, you know, went and pulled the fire alarm in the uh, in the airport hotel the Steelers were staying at at three o'clock in the morning. Did that ever happen to you as a player? Uh, that's never happened. I've, I've actually. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I've never seen that. I mean, we, we've, um, it, it's interesting because the NFL, like in the CFL, we used to always worry when we'd roll, when I was with the, with the stamps and we'd roll into, uh, Saskatchewan, uh, they'd make sure that no one could call into the hotel late at night and stuff. But the NFL, uh, their security at the hotels is, is even, even greater. Like they have, uh, armed guards on the players' floors. Uh, you know, the, the, they really ramp it up. So I'm surprised that someone got away with that. But I guess, yeah. you know, at a hotel, uh, anyone can do that. <laughs> well, apparently most of the hotel got evacuated, but uh, the Steelers did not. They, they got to stay in their room. So, <laughs> But uh, yeah, you, you, still get, you still get woken up at 3 o'clock in the morning. That's not a good thing. No, definitely not a good thing. But, uh, you know... This day and age, the way things are, Jock, you don't even know if guys are getting to sleep by three in the morning. You know, <laughs> good point. Good point. Uh, you know, like with honestly, and and it gets back to what we were talking about last week with the, with uh, the social media and that. Uh, you know, people can be in their room, and I, I see this because again, when I'm teaching kids at school, they're up till three, four in the morning because they've been on social media with their buddies all night, or mm-hmm. whether it's uh, Snapchat or Instagram, or so. And the the players are no different. We we had a whole discussion about this last week. So. Yeah, true, true enough. Uh, let, let's go to the NFC Championship game because I, I think just, you know, as much as I expected more from the Green Bay Packers, I'm impressed with Atlanta. I, I think their defense is highly underrated. Obviously, Matt Ryan has stepped up his game, but the Packers, I will say this, I think the, the injuries, they were just a beat-up football team. They, they just didn't have enough in the tank. Yeah, this this game uh, surprised me in that you know I uh, you know I came on here last week and I said I think the Green Bay Packers are going to do it and I always give the edge to uh, a savvy quarterback that's been there and done that before. So you know until Green Bay proved me otherwise, I would have picked them. But uh, I was super impressed with how the Falcons just kind of laid the wood to them early and often. And uh, Green Bay tried to adjust. You saw that they made some plays later on, later on in the game. They tried to adjust, but Atlanta was just too much for them. And if anything, that was a coming out party. That was one of those uh, watch out. That was one of those, you know, those uh, those ones where they didn't squeak by. They were dominant in that game. And, uh, you know, if I'm uh, thinking forward to the Super Bowl, and, you know, it's obviously a huge game for betting and all that, the odds makers are going to have a hard time with that one because Atlanta 
really proved some stuff over the weekend, and, and I don't think they know what to make of them. <laughs> and uh, it'll be very interesting to see how, how this uh, Super Bowl goes uh, in two weeks' time, well, for sure. The, the early line has the Patriots uh, by three, but that could change a lot. And, and and it's funny because you go back to that NFC Championship game, you know, the, the Packers miss a field goal, and then they turn over the ball. Could have been a totally different outcome, but those first two possessions uh, come back to bite them in the butt, I think. Yeah, no, absolutely. And And sometimes you get down early, and uh, you can't get up. But again, uh, you know, we saw it. We saw it last week with mm-hmm. with the Packers. If anyone could cut done it, it's Aaron oh. Rodgers and crew. Uh, but uh, you know that that team, uh, they showed some hunger. They showed uh, they showed some desire. And uh, I talked about that with you. I think I texted you that the other you day. Did. I said, you, you know, did. Uh, you know, Matt Ryan. He he's got stuff stuff to prove. And I, and I think he he went a step closer towards that. Uh, with that performance uh, yesterday, for sure. Randy Chevrier, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jockeys, our NFL insider. We'll break down the game, Super Bowl 51, more next Monday, Randy, because uh, we've got a little more time to spend on it. We know who the two teams are. But uh, just as a teaser, I, I do think this is going to be a compelling quarterback matchup. When you when you look at Matt Ryan v. Tom Brady, I, I think, you know, off the top, this is going to be a pretty high-scoring game. Uh, you know, I'd love it to see. I'd love to see everything that the Patriots did against the Steelers and everything that the Falcons <laughs> did against the Packers and just throw it into one game and let's see if if we can get it done. Because, I mean, uh, the Patriots, they just seem to find all the seams. I, I don't know if it was necessarily uh, Tom making perfect throws. Uh, it just seemed like their receivers were just taking advantage of the zone coverage and they were finding right the holes right between. And, I mean, it looked like easy throws for Tom. Uh, and as far as uh, the Falcons, you know, to me it looked like they are executing at a high level. Even when the coverage was tight, even though uh, you know they, they had to work to make plays, they did, and they executed at a high level. So I'd, I, I, I'm actually excited for the Super Bowl. It's going to be, uh, I, you know, again, I'm hoping it's a big one. They're going to hype it for two weeks. Sure. Uh, I hope it lives up to the hype because uh, <laughs> there's nothing I love better than a Sunday than one game when everything's on the line, and uh, and, and it's a game that. Uh, uh, that that pays off for the fans and the players. Oh, that that is uh, so true. I, I tell you what, Randy. Uh, as I said, we're gonna we're gonna set up more Super Bowl Fifty One next Monday night. But uh, timing to have you on the show tonight, I think, is is fantastic because we got news today. Henry Burris, your former uh, teammate, uh, you know, quarterback, uh, so many years here in Calgary, won an MOP award, uh, won a Great Cup, uh, you know, MVP award with the Calgary Stampeders. He is gonna be like Peyton Manning. He is gonna go out on top. He's gonna officially announce his uh, retirement uh, tomorrow. Uh, when you hear that, and, and I ask you about about uh, Henry Burris, uh, what, what first comes to your mind? You know what? He, a desire, a desire. Uh, Hank has has played with uh, desire from day one, and and you know I got to know him when we got here together in 2005, uh, when we both signed as uh, free agents in the cold winter nights in uh, February, and uh, you know we met each other that first time, and and he's just a guy that. Wanted to be the guy, wants the ball in his hand uh, uh, when the game is on the line, and he wants to lead the troops. He's, you know, and, and, and that's, that's his MO. And, and whenever someone says he can't do something, he wants to prove him wrong. And he's made a fantastic career out of that. I mean, uh, a great cup here, a uh, great cup in Ottawa. I mean, what a way to end. We talk about the championship game being, being everything and, and, and a bag of nuts for the fans and the players. I mean, that last game, uh, as much as it hurts uh, many Calgarians still, that last game between Ottawa and the Stamps was probably one of the best football games I've ever watched. And Henry Burris orchestrated that. So, uh, yeah, 
he doesn't have anything left to prove. He's done it all, and and uh, uh, you know he's done it all with several teams. And uh, he's you know he's just a fantastic athlete. And you know we got to witness, and I got to play with a future Hall of Famer for sure. Well, and he did it at the age of 41, which is amazing. He did it on a shot up knee because his you know he tweaked his knee in, in warm up, and you know had to get uh, you know had to get shot up, and and he saved the best for last. And every pro athlete, that's the way you want to go out, right? You want to go out on top. So I I, I think this is a great move by Henry Burris personally. Yeah, and you know I, I'm sure he has a lot left in the tank as far as playing. I mean. Uh, whether it would have been as a starter or even as a backup. I mean, a CFL quarterback that can get you out of the game, you can't find that. Most teams would die to have Henry Burris as their starting quarterback next year. So uh, I'm sure this is more than a football decision. This is a decision where, um, you know, I haven't spoken to him, but I'm assuming that there's something that's going to start for him imminently Mm -hmm. that he's looking forward to and that if he doesn't start it soon, uh, he, he it, the the ship may sail because football you can't play forever. We know that. I you know I'm <laughs> I, I'm learning that. Um, but uh, you know he, he probably could play. I mean let, let's let's be honest. Uh, you know he he's got all the tools. He can still do it. But uh, I I think you know as far as his story, I mean there's nothing else for him to write. You know the 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 top position with all the scrutiny on you. Uh, you know, you live it in and out, Dan. The team rises, you rise. The team falls, you're the first one to fall. The quarterback is the most scrutinized position uh, in the world of pro sports. And on his last day, he, he, he did what he set out to do. He proved everyone wrong, right? Yeah. Like in the middle of the season, he had a beef with the TSN guys because they said, you know, he was at fault for Ottawa's woes. And next thing you know, he, he, he gets him on a run and brings <laughs> him into the playoffs. And, you know, they slayed the Giants. Like the Stamps weren't just a good team. They were the best team bar none for for many years that we've seen in the cfl so he he definitely did it all and he did it all in his last game and you know i i probably nothing left for him to prove this this is the type of guy henry burris is i sent him a text earlier today i said congratulations on your pending announcement hope you have a few minutes for me tomorrow night on calgary radio he texts me back and says yes sir we can make that happen thanks so much for everything so he's thanking me and i'm going hold it you don't have to thank me you know and 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 i saw so many so many tweets about henry burris today i'll read this one from scott mitchell i think scott mitchell probably says it best he says you know a tip to the hat to henry burris a star for 20 years on the field and an open honest and engaging human off it and, and that does sum up Henry, doesn't it? Yeah, no, you know, Hank is one of those guys that he will treat you with respect no matter who you are. And that's what I love about him because, um, you know, as much as he's always wanted to prove people wrong, you know, especially later in his career when people said he couldn't get done, the one thing about Hank uh, that I love is that he never took for granted his position as a professional athlete. Forget being a quarterback or not. And too often, guys that come up, especially through the American system, where you're kind of enabled and you're entitled and you're told you're the best and everyone should do your laundry and cook your meals and and drive you places and stuff, and then you get to Canada and you're a pro athlete, too many of those guys get that sense of entitlement that they're bigger than someone who... who, uh, who sweeps the floor or bigger than someone who, who makes your food or bigger than the fans who, who pay to watch you. And Hank has never been that guy. He's the guy that will engage anyone. And I've always tried to be like that because I think, you know, as much as I love playing football, as much as he loves playing football, he's still a person. And the person next to me is still a person. And he's always treated people like that. I've never seen him treat a person with disrespect, no matter who they are, no matter where they come from. And that's a true testament because, again, 
being the star quarterback, especially for all the years he was a star quarterback, it's easy to get your head in the clouds and think you're better than the person next to you, and he's never been that. I've, and I've known him in the locker room. I've seen him in the stands. I've seen him at hockey with our kids when our kids used to play together. Uh, you know, he's open, he's honest, he's genuine. And, uh, you know, I think the CFL is blessed to have a guy like that representing it for years. He is a class act, and so are you, my friend. Uh, so you're right, you're both out of the same mold. Hey, we're out of time. Thanks so much for your time. We'll do it again next Monday night. Uh, Randy, you have a great uh, great week. Thanks so much, Jock, and we'll see you on Monday. All right. Uh, Randy Chevrier, NFL insider, also weighing in a little bit on uh, Henry Burris, the one and only Henry Burris, who will announce his uh, retirement tomorrow. Uh, Randy uh, joining us uh, through January through the NFL playoffs as our NFL insider. Calgary Flames trail the Toronto Maple Leafs 2 to nothing. Uh, we'll talk a little more about that. We'll hook up with Kevin Smith, our daily hookup with Global Sports, when we continue on the home of the Calgary Stampeders. This is News Talk 770. Sports Talk with Jock, weekdays from 6.30 to 8 p.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary, CHQR.